Welcome to Tash Talks Soul. Hi, welcome back. Today I wanted to talk about basically Louise Hayes' works. So she, her whole message to the world is that your body can heal yourself. And every time there is dis-ease in your body, there's a physical manifestation that comes from it in the form of disease. So every time that there is a physical symptom, there is an underlying emotional, energetic, mental cause. That's her message to the world. And I first probably came across her through my mum. My mum had some health um, challenges that she overcame using Louise Hay's work. She felt that that really helped her mindset. And through listening to my mum talk about her and then reading her work and applying it to my own life, I thought there's really something to this. And I've had a couple of things happen to me in my life where my health was deteriorating and when I dug deeper I found that there were actually patterns in my thinking that correlated with Louise Hayes work now that's not to say that every time something goes wrong it's your fault and you're the reason you've done it to yourself I don't think that's the case in every situation I think for some of us you know illness or health challenges are part and parcel of life um that maybe our soul signed up to come here and then to learn how to navigate that and so there's nothing that you've done wrong this is an experience that you signed up to have and at the same time i also think that we are living in a 3d world in 3d bodies and 3d things sometimes things go wrong you might get sick with something or you might you know fall over and break your leg it doesn't mean you manifested that and you did it to yourself and it's all your fault that's not what i'm saying at all i think sometimes stuff just happens and it just is what it is but for some certain things i think that our mental state can contribute to it for sure in my own life i had a probably most notably the first time i had a serious health challenge was when i had internal bleeding in my stomach and so i was feeling sick for probably about a year and it was new year's eve and i'd taken a couple advil and i drank some champagne and i was feeling horrid one thing led to another i had a fever i was just not well i knew something was wrong and so i went to the hospital and they said that i had pretty severe internal bleeding in my stomach that my whole stomach was pretty much filled up with blood um they couldn't figure out why they wanted to do some tests so the test they took some samples of my stomach they did an endoscopy had a good look around um and basically said that they have no idea why that was happening, that there was nothing in there to suggest why I was (laughs) bleeding so much. And they took samples of my tummy. They thought I had stomach cancer, basically nothing. Everything was inconclusive, no idea. So we kind of just left it. And for the longest time, I just managed it through diet and stress and they gave me proton pump inhibitors, I think they were called, basically to turn the stomach acid off in my stomach. And my stomach was supposed to digest the food manually. I hope I've summarized that right. This was a while ago. This was over 10 years ago now for me. But 
it was awful. I hated those drugs. I stopped taking them. I don't advocate stopping taking drugs if that's what your doctor told you to do, but I felt worse on them than I did with my stomach issue. But when I when I started reading Louise Hay about stomach issues, it dawned on me that what was happening was I was in a place in my life where I was finishing uni, I was due to start full-time work, I had already signed a contract, and I was freaking out. So it was stress. I was literally not digesting my future, my current situation and my future. I was terrified. I was going from working in hospitality and having what I thought at the time was a very flexible work-life balance to working full-time, nine till five or eight till four rather. And I thought, this is it. I'm signing my life away. I didn't have a gap year. I'm going to have no break from studying full-time for three years to then going straight into full-time work. I feel like goodbye my youth and I am now a slave to the system and my life is over and I was just not processing that and that was my body was doing it for me I was literally destroying myself from the inside out because of my inability to sit with those feelings see them for what they are and to process them in a healthy way once that dawned on me my stomach issues just miraculously disappeared, gone. And they haven't been back and it's been over 10 years. So it it made me think, wow, what else is there? What else, you know, how many people out there are having health issues which are actually, you know, stress, anxiety and us being not at peace within ourselves? And I I see it happen all the time with myself. I had a situation where I freaked myself out into an absolute panic attack over something stupid and I thought I was dying and it was mortifyingly embarrassing. And when I stopped and thought to myself, what if it's not this? What if I'm making this all up and it's all in my head? And guess what? All of my I'm dying symptoms just evaporated. And I thought, how many people end up in hospital thinking that they're having a heart attack or that something's terribly wrong with them? And it is just the power of their mind that is playing tricks on them. Because if I was actually dying and having a heart attack, it wouldn't just stop and go away. If I asked myself, what if I've just made this all up? And in my case, I did make it all up. Now, very important distinction. If you feel like you're having a medical episode, get the help you need. You're better off finding out a lot later that, you know, maybe it was just a severe anxiety attack than not seek help and pay for it. So I'm just talking about myself and my life experiences where I've been fortunate enough to just be severe anxiety attacks, lucky me. Um, And then most recently when I gave birth to my youngest son, I was in hospital because I had some complications. um, So I just had to stick around for a little bit longer and I found myself feeling absolutely rubbish and I had convinced myself that I was uh, losing my mind, that this was another facet of my health anxiety that was playing out. And I was literally losing my mind. And I went on like this for probably a couple of weeks until I went to see my doctor. And I said to her, I'm having all these weird symptoms. I 
I think I've made it all up. I think this is my anxiety. I I need help. I'm falling apart. I am so sleep deprived, hormonal. I've got two other kids. I've got this baby and it's just all, all falling apart for me. And she listened to me and she said, let's get your bloods tested and just make sure that there is nothing there. Um, and then you'll know for your anxiety, you're starting off with a clean slate. You're not dying. Everything's okay. And then we can get you the mental health help that you need to work through this. She said at the same time though, let's just test your thyroid because all of these random symptoms that you're having, they are actually all symptoms of an overactive thyroid. So let's get that checked out. I went, I got it checked out, had my heart checked, had all these other tests done, got my bloods done. And lo and behold, my bloods for the thyroid testing came back that I had an overactive thyroid. I think it was not terribly, not in a terrible spot. I think um, it was called subclinical hypothyroidism, um, relatively normal after having a baby. So usually it self-resolves, um, but in some instances it doesn't and this is your life now. So I thought to myself, well, every time something comes up for me with my health, that's a little bit you know, more serious than a cold or a virus or whatever. I Google Louise Hay and I see what she's got to say about this. And I do this even if I keep knocking my right hand, for example, if I'm just consistently day after day, week after week, damaging the same part of myself and it becomes a pattern, I look her up and see what she's got to say. All you have to do is just Google Louise Hay and then type in what's going on for you. Louise Hay migraines, Louise Hay left hand, Louise Hay stomach issues and then not only will you have her work on it but there's plenty of bloggers out there that also write articles in-depth articles about their experiences and how Louise Hayes work influenced that and other influences that they've had and you can read about it and sit with it and just see see where you land so I did that with this hypothyroidism and what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to read out the notes that I took as part of my deep dive into this um, with all my Googling in the hopes that it will illustrate the process and the kind of thinking that I went through and um, will be very handy if you're somebody that suffers from hypothyroidism. But more than anything, just kind of sh show you what I did. So to kick off, these are basically in dot point form. The first one was feeling humiliated and when will it be my turn? Being oversensitive, being hyper alert and seeing chaos around me. Now, keep in mind, I just had my third baby boy in the span of five years. So definitely feeling very sensitive, very hyper alert, lots of chaos, feeling like, have, what have I done with all these kids? When will it be my turn? Am I, is this my life forever? You know, for anyone that's had a baby, you know, the, it's, it's a lot to adjust to. No matter how many kids you have with each kid, it's a new layer of adjustment. And for me, this time it hit me pretty hard. Um, I'll keep reading. So I never get to do what I want to do. Too busy expanding energy outwards to others and not towards myself, which sounds familiar if you're a mum with a bunch of kids. Um, the need to forgive those who I feel have held me back in childhood and later in life. Unable to voice what 
I see because I too often struggle to keep to keep peace or to win people's approval and that has been a big part of my challenge in my inner work is to have a voice and have boundaries and put aside my people-pleasing tendencies and risk upsetting people. I'm quite conflict avoidant. If I can avoid having a difficult conversation, (laughs) you bet I would love to. But, you know, being an adult, unfortunately, I know that I just have to suck it up and do it anyway. But it is very uncomfortable for me, as it is probably for a lot of people. I mean, on the flip side, there are people out in the world that love to yell at people over the drop of a hat and create conflict and, you know, have those conversations. But I'm not one of those people. I'm very passive and go with the flow. I can be argumentative, um, but it's not like a big part of who I am. So all of this was really resonating for me. Um, It represents communication between the head and the heart or a lack of communication uh, between one thinks and one's truth. And that was a really tricky time in my life where I was trying to fight a battle between my head and my obligations and what I thought my should be's and expectations should be in my role as a mother and a wife and what I was doing in life, my obligation to my children, and then what was in my heart, which was not aligned with what my external reality was looking like. Um, I was questioning my relationship with my husband and we did actually go on to separate, um, but that was a really difficult time for me. So reading all of these things was not surprising me at all. Well, I was surprised by how accurate they were. But to read this correlation between somebody who's got hypothyroidism and these supposed emotional causes or um, parallels is a better word um, kind of blew my mind a bit. So a lack of ability to speak up for oneself. And then here's a couple of other notes. If we shy away from what we want, it's usually because we do not feel we have the right to these things. Here's an affirmation. I move beyond old limitations and now allow myself to express freely and creatively. Reading that felt so heart opening to me because I had, it was becoming evident to me that I was keeping myself trapped in a mental prison of my own making can't express our needs to ourselves or others. Allow yourself to have emotional excitement when even when speaking to children, live your life in colour, don't live it in grayscale. And then this is um, another parallel between people who have hypothyroidism as children were forced to keep secrets which were locks over the throat chakra so if you grew up in a high conflict environment then um, you may have felt like you had to keep secrets or keep quiet or not speak up and effectively lock your throat up Um, and as you know the thyroid is in our throat it's in our neck Um, so yeah, I mean, abuse and conflict and challenges are a very shaming experience. And so we lock ourselves up. Give yourself permission to design your own life the way you need to live it. Experience life without guilt, without retribution or fear that you are a trouble to others. Love all that you create, including any decisions you make. 
love the decisions you make. Every decision that you make in your life at any given point in time, you are doing your best with what you have available to you. At any given point, anyone on this planet, okay, maybe not everyone, but most of us that have good intentions and good hearts, every decision we make, every choice we make, we're doing it with the best resources we have available to us at the time. Time may go by, you may look back on it and think, I made a mistake. I regret that. Don't, because at the time you thought you were doing the right thing and that's all you can do at any given moment. All you can do is do the best you can and learn to love that. Love the decisions you make. Love what you create. Love who you are. Just love your experience of living life with yourself in your own head. Constant rushing. Trying to pack in as much as possible into the day. That sounds familiar with three kids. (laughs) Under pressure and stress to achieve. Never enough time. I also grew up believing that in order to receive love, I needed to perform. So I had to be perfect, I had to perform, and I had to play a certain role in order to be accepted and loved. Was that reality? Would my parents have turned around and said, I hate you, I do not love you anymore because your room is not clean and you do not have good grades and now you're not being as caring and doing a good a job at looking after your sisters? No, they wouldn't have stopped loving me. But as a child, the feedback you get is your parents want you to be of a certain standard and you internalise that and then you become your own worst judge of whether you're living up to that standard. So I felt with three kids, I was dropping the ball and I was no longer performing and doing a good job of living up to the standards that I had set myself in my life. Feeling like you never have enough time. Constant guilt about not doing more. I'm not performing enough, therefore I'm not worthy of love, therefore I'm not loving my experience, I'm not loving myself and I'm in struggle town being always there for everyone except yourself and that's a common theme for mothers abandoning themselves so we'll do more podcasts talking about motherhood and what an evolution and spiritual journey that is in and of itself but I just wanted to share that that is an excerpt from notes that I took some journaling exercises that I did when I first found out about that diagnosis and after I sat with it and really processed it and really accepted that this was my experience my next lot of blood came back clear maybe they would have come back clear anyway because it was a hormonal imbalance which sorted itself out you know a few weeks after childbirth or maybe part of it was this work who knows I guess we'll never know but It was uncanny the way that it resonated with me. So I encourage you that if you have something going on for you with your health, A, make sure you're seeking proper medical support for that. But just on the side for your own curiosity, have a Google of Louise Hay. Have a Google, just type into Google metaphysical energetic causes for whatever may be going on for you right now and just see if anything resonates and if it resonates if it makes you feel a bit uncomfortable or a little bit attacked or a little bit like you want to lock yourself up and pretend you didn't just read that um might be worth looking into so yeah enjoy let me know what you thought (laughs) see you guys bye